Welcome to Gino and Dave's Fantasy Fiverr, where each week we talk about the greatest fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. We also never encourage or discourage white supremacy. Oh, wait, shit. I shouldn't have said that. I'm Dave. And I'm Gino. And yeah, let's just stand back and stand by on that one, Dave. All right. Um, how you doing? Crazy week. Man, can you believe they've already had the first COVID game cancel? The Titans just keep popping hot. They thought they were going to be able to reschedule it, but more people popped hot this weekend or this week already. And they just said, screw it. We're pushing it back. Surprise bye week. Good luck, guys. Yeah, so far, uh, a lot of them have been asymptomatic, too. So hopefully we can keep that up. Real life versus fantasy life. You know, it's a real pandemic out there. I just hope everything's, you know, stay safe for those people that did test positive and then everyone else is going to be okay. Wait. That's not the stance we talked about. I thought you were going to rage on Twitter to all those players that are going to be screwing everybody this week. <laughs> <laughs> Since when do we act like adults on this podcast? Oh, man. Don't they know that fantasy is life? Okay. Fantasy is life. At, at, least, right. no one, at least no one was playing players like Derrick Henry, Juju, you know. Johnny. Johnny's John Johnny. Yeah, I mean – Luckily, we have this Thursday night game that we're watching right now, and Sam Darnold almost got hurt. Whew! Dodged a bullet. Did they just pick the worst possible teams for every Thursday night? Because last week, last week was just a, a you know, edge of your seat fantasy relevant. Hey, that was kind of a fun, crappy game to watch because we had you know Fitz Magic running around. We had Fitz Magic and Minshew battle of facial hair. That was yeah. fun, but it wasn't like high quality teams. And then now we're on our third string Bronco versus the Jets, who please, 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 please lose the game so that Adam Gase can be fired and everybody can be happier. Let Belton come back and dominate this year. I can't wait. So I got two things for you in these Thursday night games we're talking about right now, Dave, is one, you're forgetting last week we got to watch the running back battle that everyone called in the preseason of the two of the best running backs in the game between Miles Gaskin and James Robinson, right? And then, two, if you're a Jets fan and you really want your team to suck so you can have the number one pick, you should want Adam Gase to stay the coach, right? I don't think they're trying to tank. I think they're just – he's bad. Right. But as a Jets fan, you would want them to tank. Plus, you don't have, like, a great, you know, a great saying. Like, last year it was tanker for Tua. Who are you tanking for this year? Uh, sh- yeah, exactly. No, there's, there's, a, you know, there's a phrase. I'm just trying to remember what it is. catchy slogan. <laughs> all right, all right, let's get into it. So controversy of the week. Uh, this one was borderline. We're reaching a little bit. But, you know, the green thread is killing everybody. Nobody loves the green thread. And most importantly, I haven't seen Travis's fireball shot. I believe he did it. I'm not calling him a liar or anything. I just haven't seen it because the green thread is so bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, and someone someone claimed they saw it. I don't know. I I think we're going to have to reach out to Travis to get a personal text or something, or I don't know, post on Twitter maybe. Whatever. Bottom line, really the controversy is not just for our league, but it's for the world that everyone should be helping my Apple stock and buying Apple phones because blue texts are way better than green texts. I'm for it. Um, other than that, no real controversy this week. We only got a little bit of time. It's going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast. Let's jump into the game. First off, game of the week. Scott 
versus Allen Classic. Yeah, so great matchup, actually, as much as I want to talk crap about Scott's crappy team. Um, you know, they, they outkicked their coverage today and still lost by Bobbit Worm Squad beat them. I don't understand the reference. Do you understand the reference? Uh, I don't. But knowing Allen, or excuse me, Allen Classic, uh, I'm sure it's a good one. All right. Well, anyways, Allen Classic's team was huge, led by Pat Mahomes, putting up 50 points against Baltimore. You were never benching him, but you weren't expecting 50 points, I guess. Uh, well, and the key- yeah, but they look. Look at his wide receivers putting up 50 points. And his running backs putting up 50 points. And everybody just putting up 50 points for the Bobbitt Worm squads. <laughs> yeah, Dalvin Cook was huge. Keenan Allen had a breakout game finally. You know, Kenyon Drake, not looking great. Uh, what What do you – do you think that he should start worrying about Kenyon Drake there, Dave? No, not even a little bit. Uh, All right. Well, I was trying to tee you up to work a trade, but whatever. <laughs> In the first couple of weeks, he was scoring just fine. Yeah, he's on a slight downward trend. Um, Kyler is probably the better running back on that team, but Kenyon Drake's a talented player. He's still pretty young. I I got faith, and I don't. Is Carolina that good against the run? I don't think they're that good against the run for this week. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, and then James Robinson, huge game for him. You know, not only did Allen like score well but i think he managed well as well it, to go along with that because if you look at his bench no one on his bench outscored his starters not even close they weren't even they would have been candidates for trash men so um you know great job as a manager alan and i'm gonna nominate fireball because we're we are a podcast for the people as a democratic republic pat mahomes nomination for fireball all right <sighs> It hurts me to say this. I will support that. I want to throw out there, though, great honorable mention, James Robinson. We did not expect him to have this kind of game. Uh, Honestly, nobody saw this coming. It's now week three. He is turning out to be the real deal. He went undrafted in our league, and he's going to be a game changer for Allen Classic's team, I think. But we are. So here's the one thing I I want to say about James Robinson, because a lot of people are talking about, like, can he keep it up? Is he really good and all this stuff? When When the season ended last year, and you thought Leonard Fournette was going to be returning, right? Try to think back to that. You thought Leonard Fournette would be a a, a good play for fantasy this year coming up, right? Yeah. He's, he's doing Leonard Fournette things kind of better than Leonard Fournette did him. So I think he keeps it up. Yeah. I I think he does too. Uh, but So that's good because we can, we can nominate him a little bit later. Like you said, a podcast for the people – and I think the real, the real, you know, nail in the coffin to get Mahomes the the nod this week is that Allen Classic was down forty points going into the Monday night game. Yeah, we thought it was going to be a close contest, and instead, Patrick Mahomes systematically took apart the best defense in the NFL right now without even breaking a sweat and just dominated start to finish in the actual football game, and then also. By halftime, he had Allen Classic ahead. So I think it's a great nod. All right. And then, not to be outdone by the loser in this match, Russell Wilson putting up 47 points for Scott. That's that's a rough loss there. And, uh, you know, his team had a good game as well, only let down by Hollywood Brown in that same match. 
Yeah, I mean, Hollywood's obviously getting the, the straight trash man. Um, um, and uh, I feel a little bit bad giving it to him. I always, you know, I always like these players. Hollywood was doing Hollywood things, and Lamar just was not able to connect. Lamar yeah. overthrew, Lamar underthrew. It was ugly. But at the end of the day, Hollywood's a professional receiver. He's got to find a way to make it work with his quarterback, whatever that is. Um, so here, let's talk about the real garbage man, Scott, and his team. Um, can we continue to degrade them on this podcast, even though they're the highest scoring team and continue to put up 150 points every week? Uh, I think we can because, they're, like I said, they're out kicking their coverage right now. It's only a matter of time. It started with this loss, a quick downhill spiral. Well, that, you know, we make the rules on the podcast, nobody else. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got. Hey, but Lee congrats to your Travis. baby daughter, Scott. Oh yeah! Congratulations, Scott. I almost forgot that was that should have been the controversy this week. Is what? How uh, to how to pronounce the name? Why did Scott not live stream his daughter's birth? Oh, because yeah. it was at home. Yeah, he could have live streamed it. He's got I guess great that's internet. fair. He's yeah. runs a peloton on that internet, man. He could have <laughs> live streamed it. <laughs> hey, but on a serious note, like, and I'm not doing this to make jokes. How do you pronounce his daughter's name? Is it Lux? No. Luke's? Yeah, is it Lux or Luke's? I'm assuming Lux. We'll have to have him call in and uh, and and give us the lowdown. Lux Bradley, I think that's how you say it. Okay. All right. So the battle of Josh Allen and the Indianapolis Colts defense versus Travis. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, my team scared me all week. I had a couple stinkers, but at the end of the day, uh, the Jets were willing and able to give up two pick sixes and. <laughs> Thanks to a 26-point day for the Indianapolis Colts and Josh Allen trying to give a Russell Wilson a run for his money for MVP, I squeaked by. Um, fireball noms on my team, I'm not giving it to a defense, so it's got to be Josh Allen, and it's a weak nod. Yeah, it's a, it's a super weak nod. You know why? Because I expect this out of Josh Allen. So, <laughs> um, Drew Brees finally showed up put up decent numbers did he show up or was he smart enough to just here alvin go do go do this <laughs> screen pass to camara for 50 yards <laughs> for a touchdown that seems like essentially what he does with mike thomas honestly so <laughs> it's kind of the drew Brees info. yeah uh the rest of this team not bad i mean john brown got hurt mike evans you know he's great at these one yard touchdowns um so i heard I heard on one of our podcasts that we both listened to, I forget which one, Mike Evans did the literal least you could do on two touchdowns. And I was thinking about it, and that's not true. So Mike Evans' stat line is two receptions for two yards and two touchdowns. He actually could have had more receptions and then just did some negative, like running backwards with the ball. <laughs> and he could have actually done worse than this. But, yeah, he had two, two targets, two receptions, two touchdowns. I mean, how many, and how many yards did he get on those? No, two targets, two receptions, two yards, two, two yards. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I guess he they could have handed him off, and you know, he, he lost some yardage on rushing or something. But well, but, they could have passed it to him. He could have like ran away from the defense. Yeah, like, but it, then it, he would have had more receptions. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, but um, as long as he ran back over <laughs> half a or five yards, that would have made up for the score. But that's the least you could do on two receptions. Is what they were saying. No, that's the least you could do on two touchdowns. 
Sure. You can Whatever. do worse. Anyways, McKinnon, <laughs> great like game. My bad. Um, <laughs> on the other pod in the fiber, we, we both kind of called McKinnon having a good game, and he did. Uh, he's, he, you know, he chased the points of Fournette out there. Uh, we probably should we probably should have told him on the fiber that was a bad call. But Denver is pretty bad, so could have been good. Um, and honestly, I feel a little bit bad for Travis's team, too, because John Brown went out, started the game, and then went out with an injury right away to put up a goose egg. Uh, absolutely not Travis's fault. And, you know, with Josh Allen throwing for four touchdowns, John Brown could have easily saved this game for Travis. Yeah, I guess my only critique for Travis, because we're talking about your managing skills. One, the first question is going to be, why do you have Sonny Michelle on your team? Right? This is a 10-team league. It's not a dynasty. It's not a 16-team short bench. Two, if you're going to have Sonny Michelle on your team, why isn't he just playing then? Because obviously you're you're rostering him for a reason. If it's not to play him, then dump him. I while I agree with all of those statements, if I was sitting there and I had to choose between Fournette and Michelle last week, I would have gone Fournette versus Denver in what I would right. assume would have been a blowout game. So I mean, but Miles Gaskin is just sitting there hanging out on the wire, right? Thank God, not anymore. All right, <laughs> Trashman nominee. I think it's Fournette in this case. Uh, he didn't have a ton of opportunity. But what opportunity did have, he squandered in a blowout game. That's fair. He's not going to win anyways. Oh, really? You got somebody you're targeting? Never mind. Let's move on. We got second Allen versus Nick. All right. Second Allen versus Nick. Another high-scoring game against two pretty good teams. Nick still squeaking out the win with only 17 points on the mar because Gardner Minshew, stream of the week by a lot of people, sucked. Um... Yeah, man. I Nick's team, Alvin Kamara, fireball. It's Alvin Kamara, I get it, but still. He scored more points than Josh Allen did, for God's sakes. The 50-yard screen pass was a solid fireball attempt. Like, yeah. really, he must be listening to the podcast and know. He was like, this one was for GDs. <laughs> and then a great play you know, by his special teams with his kicker. And his defense. <laughs> That's why kickers should be disqualified and we shouldn't have them ever. But anyways, uh, it's funny you mentioned how bad Gardner Minshew was, and yet he still outscored Lamar Jackson by point zero two points. He did by point zero two <laughs> points. Um, on Allen's team, great game by Lockett. I don't know. I don't know many leagues that had Lockett and have lost the game, right? Um, that's pretty impressive. Touchdowns on 100 yards. Yeah. Um, so, you know, his next best players were like his kicker. So, whatever. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give, you know, I know he's your boy and all, but we might have to give Chris Carson the trash nominee because he didn't get hurt until, like, late. You know, I'm cool with that. Anything to prove that it was a smart move for me to trade him away. So Chris Carson has the trash <laughs> man. And, and with, uh, with nearly 100 points on his bench, we have the Exceller of the Week. Congratulations, second, Allen. Uh, had you played your optimal lineup, I think you would have won it. 96, 97 points on your bench. I think you would have squeaked it out. Uh, here's a question for you, Gino. We've had at least two teams score at or about 150 
every week so far. Is that the kind of score you're going to need to be putting up consistently if you want to win this league? Well, I mean, I, I think in general, in, in fantasy this year, with a lot of teams being a lot more pass-oriented, we've had a lot of high-scoring games. To this point in the fantasy season, it just seems like a lot more points have been scored than we can kind of remember. Uh, it's going to ebb and flow. It's going to get cold, too. So I think these scores later in the season – would probably be victories, but um, it's fun to watch. Football's back, and it's fun. I I love it. I love the high scores we have. Here's another question for you. Do we extend the Manning rules and start giving point one point for carries? Because, <laughs> I think we'll- because I, like running backs are starting to fall behind with these three touchdown wide receivers, everybody getting a 100-yard game. Maybe we we get point one for for every carry for running backs. No, I think we just get rid of the Manning rule so that the quarterbacks aren't so inflated. And the half point PPR, you know, more backs in the game these days get passes thrown to them. So I think I think it's fine on that. I think we start giving more carries. There's only a few backs out there that get like twenty plus carries a game anymore, and that would just kind of make that unfair. Thank God Nick Foles is back in the game and able. And then, honestly, the rest of his team was kind of quiet. Yeah, I mean, Dak went nuts. Again, Seattle, right? The best player for opposing offenses is their defense. Uh, and it was good to get Allen Robinson back because he's an elite athlete. And he's got Nick Foles thrown to him. So hopefully we see that moving forward. Uh, honestly, it's like Brandon quit. I was trying to give him some trades when I saw how hurt his players were. And he wasn't having any of it. I think he was fine with taking the loss because maybe he feels comfortable. I mean, he played Julio, for God's sakes. So it would have sucked for Tim if he had lost somehow. But, um, you know, I feel like since the game was kind of close, my trash nominee is going to be Brandon for playing Julio. Oh, man. This is tough because you look at his bench. He's got Devontae Adams. He's got A.J. Brown. He's got Christian Kirk. Like, all these guys. Like, Kirk's not great, but he's at least some points. He's some kind of floor. And everybody on his team is hurt. And, I, you know, I think Julio was close to a game-time decision. He didn't make it. He didn't start the game, but still. He, he wasn't nearly as close as, like, Devontae. There was a couple days early. He just decided to take the loss because he didn't want to drop anybody. Yeah, so, he absolutely had people. So uh, he had the opportunity to win this game and chose not to, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. All right. I, I will support it. I, I don't think it's terrible. So Trashman is uh, Brandon directly. And then, I mean, Fireball is Allen Robinson. Um, we've all been waiting for him to do this. But until Nick Foles got in the game, I don't think he was capable of doing this. <laughs> and then, I mean, also, you know, looking forward for Tim's team, uh, Melly Gordon. I thought we all thought he was going to blow up last week with what's his face coming out, uh, but already this week he's got a touchdown. He's he's doing well uh, before half. So uh, Melvin Gordon, Tim, looking great for the future. Hopefully, he should be a single man back for a little while uh, on a team that desperately needs somebody to run. All right, finally, we got Brian versus Gino, the Now or Never brothers. Gino, go ahead, talk to me about this. Man, Cam just did a really good job at being efficient 
and not scoring fantasy points while their team still dominated that game. Um, so, yeah, Cam Newton not coming through. Deontay Johnson got hurt for me. And then my combo of Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller just got shut down by New England. Um, New England's really good at going after your best player. They did that. My defense was my uh, second highest score, I think. So that was fun. Um, kind of sucks when you got some good players and you don't put up points. It's just one of those weeks, man. And then Brian's team, great play out of Nick Chubb. Daryl Henderson showing that he should have been the starter last year. And um, that's pretty much what carried his team. Tyreek Hill, he had a decent Tyreek game. He, I mean, he really had what you hope is your floor with Tyreek, right? Uh, not a ton of receptions, but a ton of yards. He got he got a 25-yard rush, which is great. Yeah, 5 for 77 and a touchdown. Mahomes was sharing the ball. He was passing to everybody. He was throwing touchdowns with everybody. And so Tyreek really just picked up scraps, five receptions for one receiving touchdown, and then one rush for 25 yards. So uh, I think Mahomes is... He is a glutton now. He has entirely too many weapons with the addition of CEH. Um, but, you know, it's it's going to be a great team. And obviously, you want to keep Tyreek Hill on your team. So, so here, well, he's well, a smash play. Actually, I mean, do you think that he's a kind of a trade high by the name candidate, Dave? Because he's had 46, 99, and 77 yards. What's kept his you know, kind of ranking and momentum going is he's gotten a touchdown in every game. Is he going to catch 16 touchdowns this year? Because any of those games doesn't get a touchdown, you're not happy. So would you be trying, are you, are you, are you afraid you're not going to get what you thought you were going to get out of a, you know, first or second round pick? I think in this case, you just, you ride the wave. You love Mahomes. You love the Kansas city offense. You know, they're going to score. And yeah, you bank on a 16 touchdown or, Hopefully he gets a few more catches in the games if, if he does not get a touchdown. I know I tried to negotiate with uh, Brian for Tyreek Hill last week. I tried to get him off Brian, and he just absolutely was not having it. He is never going to let that man go, uh, at least not this year, I don't think. All right, so for the awards for this game, trash nominee, um, it's for me, it's Darren Waller. Coming off a 12 reception, 105, and a touchdown game to get two receptions for nine yards. Didn't he go into this game hurt? I thought he was questionable, and he sure. ended up just playing it to be more of a distraction. Uh, I don't think he was a distraction if you watch the game as much as he was just sh- shut down, and they said, try to beat us anywhere else, and the Raiders couldn't. <laughs> and the Raiders said, challenge accepted, and then they tried, <laughs> and then they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Fireball Nam, I think I think we give it to Daryl Henderson. I, I yeah. mean, I, I totally wasn't expecting this this great of a play. Yeah, I'm saying Daryl Henderson for sure. Okay. All right. And now, let me get a little music going in the background. Gino, we're going to do it. We're going to pop, drop, and lock it to your team this week. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I, you know... Gentleman's choice. I'm going to go first just because uh, I'm going to try to look at it unbiased, but really your opinion is probably the only one that should be said. So I'll easily just start with uh, we're going to go negative. We're going to go drop first. And That's not I, our way. That's not our way. <laughs> and I made 
the poor choice of actually playing a kicker this week. And uh, oh. the, while his team scored 38 points, he got four points. So immediate drop. And by that, I mean I should not play kickers. <laughs> I think we should all not play kickers. If we say it enough, maybe the tyrants that run our, our league will actually listen to us and get rid of them. Uh, for my drop, honestly, I don't I don't think you should drop anybody on your team. <laughs> if, if I'm stretching it, I mean, Zach Moss. Uh, he's a bench player. He's not one of your starters. I know. I get it. But at the end of the day, Singletary looks like he's winning the role. Uh, I know Moss is struggling with some injuries. Younger player. Uh, I, I think you can keep him, and you're, you're hoping for the upside, right? Because we haven't really seen what Zach Moss has in the tank. Uh, but Zach Moss would be the only guy on your team I would even consider not keeping around. Yeah, the unfortunate part about Zach Moss, too, is where I drafted him, if he does take over that lead role in an offense that I actually am believing in with the Bills, he could be a great keeper pick for next year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now you just ruined our, our play, right? So where do you want to go? Do you want to go pop next or lock it next? <laughs> uh, let's, let's, uh, let's lock it because I want to, I want to end positive for my team. Okay. All right. We're going to lock it. So who do you got to lock? Okay. So, for my lock, I'm going to try to pick someone that people could be iffy about after the performance. I'm going to go Cam Newton. And I know, people were, right, I know people were riding the high when it, in the first game, and then now they're kind of like, ooh, this could be what happens. But you know what? Game script, that can happen to anybody. It was like they were just like, we got this one in the bag. We don't need it to happen. I'm going to keep riding with Cam Newton. I think he's coming up next week. This week, actually, I guess it is. And he's going to have to score points against Kansas City, and I think he does it. That's a spicy lock. I thought, man, I thought you were going to take the easy no-brainer of Hopkins. And so I was going to have to pivot, and I was ready to pivot, and I wasn't going to go Cam. But if you're not going to take him, I'll take him. Nuke Hopkins. turns out he is team-proof. He is matchup-proof. He is a a force to be reckoned with on the field. You're never going to do anything. Uh, I can't believe Allen traded you, him for Carson. Uh, I wish Allen would have traded me. Sorry, second Allen would have traded me, him for Carson. But yeah, New Hopkins, that's your guy. Stick with it. All right, positive time. What's the future look like for you, Gino? Who's your pop? You know, it may not be this game, but for the season moving forward, and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of scared to say it because the offense is just miserable. And they might be having a new quarterback soon. We might see the resurrection of Alex Smith. But I'm believing in Antonio Gibson and the tools that he has and the abilities he has. You know, especially if they get a decent matchup with some soft defenses going. Because they're still going to lose. But he's going to eat. All right. I think... For my pop, you may not let me pick this one, but I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. And I'll argue that although he's put up numbers, like you're not afraid of him playing him each week, he's got two 12-point weeks. He's got a 19-point week. You haven't seen those insane numbers. And 19 is a good week, but you want to see 20, 30 points out of a guy like that. He should have a huge workload. He's got a great offensive line. 
and his team should be relying on him to put games away when their defense is scoring 16 points for the team. So <laughs> I think, honestly, Jonathan Taylor will continue to perform and will only get better and really explode as the season finishes out. Yeah, I like that pick because, you know, no one's saying he's not good now, but no one's saying that he's a top five either. And that's yeah. in the realm of possibilities. All right. Looking forward to next week, Gino. It's, uh, it's you know, you're 0-2. I'm 2-0. and uh, You've had the unfortunate problem of picking Scott twice. Or, excuse me, you pick Scott once, you pick the other team once. Uh, unfortunately, Scott, you just don't have a good beat on him. Um, so, for the matchup for the week next week, who are you going to take? What, what matchup do I get to pick? All right. So, we were going to keep picking Scott until he lost. And then he lost. So I can't pick Scott anymore. And it's kind of unfair because, I mean, he's going to pick a, find a way to lose to, to Travis if I did pick him, even though Travis is in last place. So I think it's only fair that we welcome in second Allen against Allen Classic to see which Allen is truly better. I mean, they're sixth and seventh in our league right now. Their projected scores are, like, right next to each other. You have to assume if you say just Allen, they're both going to answer. So we need to figure out which one actually gets to take the rightful name of just Allen. And for now, and, know, and it, I, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm proposing here is whoever wins this gets to be called Allen, and the other one gets called Little Allen. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Alan and little Alan. Um, and you know what else is really great about bringing second Alan to the league? Alan Classic finally has like a true bowl game, right? Katowski, you have had the now and never bowl. Scott and I have had the roommate bowl. Uh, Katowski and Travis has had the commissioner bowl. But, you know, Alan Classic never really had a solid Alan bowl. And now we have the Alan bowl. And I love your idea. <laughs> Winner gets to be Allen. Loser gets to be Little Allen until the next Allen Bowl. And guess what? I'm going Allen Classic all the way. Patrick Mahomes, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, not to mention the rest of his team. They're going to light it up. Allen Classic, I got you. All right. Well, I guess that gives me second Allen, former roommate of mine. Um, he's going young, man. He's got Joe Burrow. Kicking out the old man Tom Brady, bringing in Joe Burrow. To lead his way, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett, Michael Gallup, Mike Davis, Devin Singer, <laughs> Jimmy Graham against the Colts. Oh, Chris Carson may be hurt. Oh, man, we're looking real good this week. At least Chris Godwin's going to – no, he's not going to play either. At least we're going to play Adam Lazard. No, he's – all right, man. Well, we got a lot of making up to do. Former roommate of mine, currently second Allen. Um, but hopefully we'll be calling you Allen next week. <laughs> All right. Fireball noms this week. We got Mahomes. We got Allen Robinson. We got Kamara. We got uh, Josh Allen. And we have Henderson Jr. What do you think? Who's the fireball going to? Uh, you know, I want it to be Allen Kamara. So, in an in an unofficial vote, 
I'm going Alvin Kamara because of the game that he put out there. But in an effort to unite our group, I'm going to make a deal with BK. If he concedes, he owes a shot for talking politics in the text. I'm going to say Pat Mahomes. You know, I love that. Alan, BK, you got two shots. Patrick Mahomes, actually, Alan has a shot. Patrick Mahomes is the fireball. BK, you owe your politics shot. Uh, The podcast is a podcast for the people. We may not be ruled by the commissioners, but we are a podcast of the people. Yes. All right. right. What do we we got next? Fireball. 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 Trash man. We got Hollywood. We got Fournette. We got Carson. We got just Brandon. And we got Darren Waller. Oh, man. As fun as it would be to just give it to Brandon, I think we have to give it to... Man, I, w- I thought it was going to be easy and just say Hollywood, but I'm leaning towards Darren Waller now. Really? Okay, so I guess the biggest deciding point that I would have between those two players is going to be Hollywood's was partially Lamar's fault. I, I get it. You know, he's a receiver. His job is to catch the ball. But Lamar did not make that a possibility most of the time. So I, I think I'm going to lean towards Waller. Yeah, I mean, and what what did we really expect Hollywood to be? Like a wide receiver too, right? We expected Waller to be a top five tight end this week. We so, did. I'm going to say Waller. All right, I'm for it. Waller is the trash can of the week. Trash man. <laughs> All right, well, Kodiaks, it's been another great week. Uh, week four is here. We got some COVID surprises already. Uh, you guys keep crushing it out there and stay safe. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to play some music right here. Don't worry. It's coming. <laughs> you can't talk this man's work, Gino. You know? <laughs>